This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. Did you ever think tennis was a game that someone with little or no sight could play? Well, it is. In fact, Milton Keynes Inclusive Tennis is one of numerous groups across the country that works with disabled tennis players to create more opportunities for them to get involved in the sport. Insight's Alice Glossop went to one of their visually impaired tennis coaching sessions for adults to find out more about the sport. I'm Nigel Willard and my role within Milton Keynes Inclusive Tennis is Director of Tennis. When did you start getting involved with doing different kinds of disabilities tennis lessons? So it was probably March, February, March 2014 that we began to be involved in disability tennis. And did you know much about it before that point or was it a bit of a learning experience for you as well? I knew a little bit about it but it it was a learning experience, a real learning experience in terms of working with the players. Obviously the needs of of players with, uh, with a disability is different confidence levels are a little bit different finding players was a little bit different I mean there are less visually impaired people than non-visually impaired players so by the definition of it because there's less players we have to be more sensitive in terms of our venue so we can't have venues on the peripheries of the town we've got to put them centrally we've got to put venues on bus routes so all these things are a little bit new to me we're learning all the time. What do you think are the main obstacles facing teams of sports that really want to gear towards people with disabilities? Well, I think there's multiple issues. I think one of the things is cost. Tennis is traditionally, it's not cheap. These sessions, they they make losses. So we have to have significant partner funding to allow us to break even. Our equipment needs are very different. The, The tennis balls that you might hear bouncing around, they're about 10, 11 pounds a ball whereas a normal tennis ball is 50 pence. So it's, it's, it's more expensive for us to put this on. To find venues who are prepared to cooperate with us is difficult, and we're very grateful for David Lloyd Milton Keynes and the team here to allow us to access the facilities. So there's a, there's a range of reasons why it's hard to do. I think one of the things that we want to do is to send the message to other venues throughout the country that it is very rewarding to, to put this this sort of project on and it's uh, although it's difficult to begin with it's absolutely fantastic and and I would really encourage tennis clubs throughout the land to have a go at visually impaired tennis. Can you tell me a bit about the coaches that you work with? Yeah so we we have a team of 14 coaches within our organisation. Some of our coaches work in high performance tennis, some work very well with younger children and Liz who's here today she is employed specifically to work with disabled players. Liz is Uh, She's an okay tennis player. She's a mother and what she is is absolutely amazing working with our players with learning disabilities, specifically young adults, and she is unbelievable working with visually impaired players. How have things developed since you first started running the disability tennis in 2014? We've layered more sessions on. We want to create more opportunities for for players to play, Not, not just to participate in an activity which of course is central to what we do we are inclusive so we we want to provide opportunities but also we want to provide performance opportunities so one of the players here today was semi-finalist of the national championships she's a really good player she's found huge amounts of self-confidence by playing tennis and we're very proud of her that you know we've got a, a top four player in the in the country but Actually, we want to provide her with more support, more court access, more tournament support, because you know she's on a journey of finding out something that she didn't know that she could do a couple of years ago. Tennis is a great vehicle for self-confidence. It's a great vehicle to meet new people who are like-minded. 
What would you say to someone who might have a visual impairment or another disability who wants to get involved in tennis? What's the best way of going about it? Okay, well, you, you've got to give it a go. Tennis is a great sport. I mean, I'm watching the court here and one of our players is with the coach and three of the other players are having a nice little chat in the corner. And, and that's what tennis is. It's a social game. These players here have all made friends. And whether you're great at tennis or, or you're not great at tennis, it's a great thing to talk about what's on the telly, whether you're going on holiday, moaning about your husband or whatever whatever it might be. It's a, I would encourage anybody to have a go, whether you are, whether you have a physical impairment. So we run wheelchair sessions at this venue, uh, whether you have a learning disability, whether you're deaf or whether you're visually impaired. You can play tennis anywhere in the country. If you want to access, then you can go to the Tennis Foundation website or the LTA website or call us and we'll help you. And what's the best way for people to get in touch with Milton Keynes Tennis? So the best way to get in touch with this is through the website www.mkinclusivetennis.co.uk and you can find a contact form on there and wherever you are in the country if you contact us we'll certainly help you out fantastic thank you so much for speaking to insight radio you're welcome my name is liz brewster i'm a level two lta registered coach and i coach vi tennis for mk inclusive tennis what is the difference between vi tennis and tennis that you would see being played at wimbledon basically the same concept you've got to hit the ball over and in except for vi players get to use a sound ball which gives them additional information for them to use to locate the ball and be able to return the ball and the other main difference is they take two or three bounces depending on their level of impairment how long have you been coaching disability tennis i've been coaching the vi group here for about three years now took over from another lady when MK Inclusive took on the VI tennis in Milton Keynes. I've thoroughly enjoyed working with these players and got to know them really well. How did you come to be involved in coaching different kinds of tennis? Well I started coaching about five years ago. My son had been playing since the age of five and his coach suggested I got into coaching to help him. But then after a couple of years I went along to one of the VI tennis group another coach was taking and was thoroughly impressed with the way that the players were really trying their hardest to play a sport. So I went on the VI CPD course and ended up taking over and and it's my favourite course of the week is to teach the ladies and now the gentlemen um, how to play the eye tennis. What do you think people get out of doing a sport like this if they've got a visual impairment? How do you see it affect people's sort of attitude and things like that? It's been amazing actually. There's a couple of things. One is a lot of visually impaired people have not been encouraged to play sport and this gives them an opportunity to do something on a level playing field with other visually impaired people. So a lot of the players that we get are not the most athletic, but it gives them a chance to play and to see some physical improvement in their their own ability. But it also gives them the chance to gain confidence being in a big environment. So it gives them spatial awareness and confidence to move around in a big space. Uh, One of our players is a, a B1 player, which is totally blind and she has said her own confidence to be out in the wide world has improved because of her time of running around on a tennis court. When you talk about those different sports classifications, B1 and B2, what do those mean? British blind sports classify all the players at the moment B1 to B4. B1 is for total impairment, B2 is a severe impairment, B3 less so and B4 is the the least impaired. And based on those classifications, uh, how many bounces of the ball you get. So for a B1 player, you get three bounces and you play on a slightly smaller court uh, because it is so difficult to return the ball. B2 players, you get three bounces. B3 and 4 players, they get two bounces. 
it does mean you can have a B2 player playing against a B3 player and the poor old umpire has to remember how many bounces each player gets but it does mean they can play on a level playing field and be competitive. And it does also mean that anyone with any kind of visual impairment can get involved presumably? Absolutely yes from totally blind through to those that have got just some minor impairment. Um, It's a growing sport in the UK at the moment. We Milton Keynes uh, have grown ours from having four players to seven players at the moment that's for the adults. We also have another group for children and we have nine players there I think it is that play together on a Saturday morning and we have great fun and some of those children that play they are amazing fun to be with. Thank you so much for speaking to Insight Radio. Thank you very much for having us. Hello I'm Paula Succi and I play VI tennis in Milton Keynes and have done for two and a half years. How has your tennis playing developed in the last two and a half years doing this sport? Well, I'd never played before, apart from a few attempts at a sighted school with an ordinary ball and never hitting it. So when it was proposed to do it here, I thought, well, you know, I'll give it a go because I like to support what's going on. And it's nice when somebody has an initiative to go and support them really so I decided to come along and it was in June 2013 and I couldn't hardly hit the ball at all I was much much larger person then as well I've lost a couple of stone I wasn't moving about like I am now and it's really progressed we've had three different coaches and each one's brought something slightly different We have a coach called Liz at the moment who is very professional in her attitude and really encourages us, doesn't ever say we've done something wrong. She always just encourages us to put things right. (laughs) And you, You know it was wrong, but she never says so. She's trying to teach us techniques and is very understanding of our visual impairment. Each of us is so different in what we can see as well. So she's got, she's got quite a hard job actually to try and adapt so that we all get a fair bite of the cherry. We have got one player who's totally blind and that's a very different thing than me, for example, who I've got macular degeneration and I can see peripherally. I see the ball very late, so it's a lot of listening How is it playing a sport that does include all of the different spectrum of people with various visual impairments? They categorise you, so you go and get a very um, in-depth eye test with a field test and so you're then categorised and the categories go between B1 and B4. You can gauge, if you know somebody's category, you can kind of gauge how how much better they're going to be able to see (laughs) than you and it's difficult in a small group because I think we're all very different and I haven't played against people who are B2s ever. I've never been to a tournament yet so when I say yet I'm I'm intending to at some time but I have definitely improved, definitely improved. (laughs) What is it that you like about this sport? Why do you like coming along and being involved? I quite like the challenge of doing something that's really different. It's a very visual sport and at first thought you might think well actually it's, it's not a possible sport for somebody who can't see but with the adaptions that there are I think it's 
it's good to have a go at something that's a bit of a challenge. I like the fact that I can run about on the court, which I don't do outside because I think I'd fall over. But on a court, it's a smooth surface. You're in a kind of safe environment. And I run around, which I never, ever do anywhere else. (laughs) It makes you want to run around. And frankly, if I went to a gym, I just, you know, the thought of just getting on a treadmill and running is just too boring. Whereas here, I'm running for a purpose, you know, I'm trying to get a ball and, you know, it, it makes you want to do it. What would you say to any of our listeners that maybe have a visual impairment and don't really play any kind of sport at the moment and might be thinking about getting involved in VI tennis? I'd say it's worth having a go because, you know, you're in with people in the same position as you. Nobody's going to judge you and say, oh, that was rubbish because everyone's encouraging. I haven't met a single person yet that isn't encouraging. We've been to a club down in uh, near Ellsbury and everybody there, again, was encouraging and helpful. It was really nice to meet other players, even though we didn't get to play against people of our level just get to meet other people and like I say have a go because it's worth it it's worthwhile. Thank you so much for speaking to Insight Radio. Thank you. That was Alice Glossop speaking to Nigel Willard, Liz Brewster and Paul That was Alice Glossop speaking to Nigel Willard, Liz Brewster and Paula Succi from Milton Keynes Inclusive Tennis and to find out more about how you can get involved in visually impaired tennis visit lta.org.uk Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. For more podcasts, check out insightradio.co.uk.